Welcome to the English Out Loud podcast, a podcast where I give you tips on how you can take your spoken English to another level. My name is Pat. I'm from Toronto. That's in Canada. Many of you know this. And I teach the American accent. It's what I do. And honestly, I love it. I have a real passion for helping people identify the things of their spoken English that they wouldn't catch otherwise. We then hone in on those things and we repeat them dozens, dozens or hundreds of times until it sticks, until they can't forget how it sounds. And when that happens, that's when you start to see a little bit of an enhancement in your English speech. Now, we want to work on something today. I'm going to give you a few tips that you can start using right away. Something that we call the flap T. The flap T. You see, the flap T is something about English stress that you want to understand so that you can, well, enhance your use of the American accent. The flap T is a quick sound. It's very quiet. Using it effectively is going to help you sound, well, a little more American. Now, the flap T. Let me show you a couple of words that have this flap T sound, just so you can see what I'm talking about. First off, city, data, better, butter. Notice how all four of those words have that super quick kind of T sound. City, data, better, butter. That's what we want to enhance. We want to make that so that you can do that naturally. Before we get into how you can do that naturally, I just want to explain why we do it. Well, you see, words are made of syllables. And in the English language, Two syllable words will have one syllable that is stronger in stress, a little bit louder than the other. That's called the stressed syllable. Let's consider the word better. Better. The stressed syllable, the strong part of that word, is the be. Be. If we say better, better, to Americans it sounds a little awkward. Better. We don't want that. We want better. Strong in the beginning, kind of weaker on the end. Better. Okay, so, did you hear the difference? When I pronounced it stronger on the end, better, I pronounced it with a regular T sound. T. Better. The common way for Americans to pronounce the word better has it stronger on the beginning. And that goes to say, in that two-syllable word, better, the be is the stressed syllable, whereas er is the unstressed syllable, the unstressed kind of portion of the word. Now, when T is beginning an unstressed syllable, it will sometimes sound like a D. This becomes apparent when T is between two vowel sounds. That's why you hear it so clearly. Better, better, metal, 
metal, 30, 30. You hear that? The T is soft and it sounds like a D. Now the motion for this is that of quickly flapping your tongue up and back down. Very quick kind of motion. It's like, uh, you know, if you speak Spanish, it's like the R sound. Kind of sound, but just one little quick one. That's the movement. However, we're not making that R for R's. We're making it for T's, for soft T's, because it's the exact same position. Better, better. Do you hear that now? Now that R example, I mean, that goes for a number of languages. Spanish, Italian, Russian, Hindi, tons of them. I, I'm not going to go off on all the languages at the moment, but the fact is the rolled R is what we call that. We'll go over that in a later lesson. Don't worry about that today. Flap T is our concern of today. Let's use this flap T just with a couple of uh, common words. So we got it down now. The flap T is a T beginning an unstressed syllable. What are some unstressed syllables? Where can you find these? Give these words a listen. United States. Do you hear it in there? I'm not saying United States, but United. United States. How about 30 years old? 30 years old. My mom, she tells me she's turning 30 years old this year. Coincidentally, my grandmother also says the same thing, same age, 30 years old. Me, I'm 27, so I'm getting suspicious of this. The ladies in my family don't seem to age. And I mean, hey, they look 30 years old. What can I say? Here's another good one, though. Statue of Liberty. Statue of Liberty. Liberty. Not pronouncing a strong T. It's real soft, real quick. Liberty. How about the next time you go to the airport? Maybe you got to take the airport shuttle. Airport shuttle. It's not the shuttle, but the shuttle. Shuttle. Because you're going to be flying to New York City. City. Another flap T in there. So you can see how these flap T's are all over the place, right? No shortage of them in the English language. You want to use them yourself. You want to enhance your use of flap tees so that, well, so that you can get a firm understanding of what they are and uh, how they can help you speak a little quicker. Did you hear that one there? A little, a little quicker. Isn't that a super common word? Little, a little bit, I would say. Well, I don't want to hold you up for too long. I'm just going to give you a few little tips with the flap T here, and then we're going to move along for today. Now, first off, I want to bring up some numbers. You see, I've got a lot of students, and my students often tell me that they struggle when it comes to numbers, whether it's that they're given their phone number or they're trying to read a price for something. They often are misunderstood between the words 13 and 30, 14 and 40, 15, 50. Does that ever happen to you? 
Happens to a lot of people, so don't feel bad if it does. The fact is, you can change it starting today. All you gotta do is keep an ear open, and just as well, keep in mind, when we're talking the numbers 13 until the number 19, these have a true T sound. 13. That teen is the stressed part of the word. 13, 14. However, when we're talking 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, the second syllable is unstressed. It's a little bit quieter. 90, 90. So repeat these after me and you won't have any trouble with this again. 13, 30. Sounding good. 14, 40. 15, 50. You hear how quick that is? 50. 16, 60. 17, 70. Super quick. It's not 70. 70. No, no. Super quick. 70. 18, 80. It's very quick on the ending. Not 80, 80. 80. 1990. Okay. Sounding good. Sounding like. You are making progress already. Look at you go. Look at you go. We're only like, what, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes in here. Seeing progress. Now, I've got a little tongue twister that I'd like to read before we wrap things up today because I don't want to send you home empty-handed. Now, this tongue twister, you can find it in the description of this podcast just below. Uh, take a look there, and I would like you to read it along with me unless you're driving a car then don't. Maybe repeat after me if you're driving a car. Or try later. The point is, this tongue twister is going to get things started. Let's see what we got. Repeat after me. Betty Botter bought some butter, but she said the butter is bitter. If I put it in my batter, it'll make my batter bitter. But a bit of better butter will make it better than the bitter butter. So she bought a bit of better butter and put it in her batter, and her batter was not bitter. So Betty Butter bought a bit of better butter and put it in her batter, and her batter was not bitter. Easy. Easy. Yeah, you got it. Easy. No, but honest, you can do it. I know I... I make it look easy. Well, I read that about 14 times a day. But you can read it 14 times a day too, can't you? Because all you've got to do is uh, when you stop driving your car or, you know, when you're done chopping your veggies, if you're cooking some food, that's cool. Keep cooking. Take a look later. All you've got to do is take a look in the description and read along with me. As a matter of fact... I'll read that through one more time just so you can make sure you get it nice and clear. Betty Botter bought some butter, but she said the butter's bitter. 
If I put it in my batter, it'll make my batter bitter. But a bit of better butter will make it better than the bitter butter. So she bought a bit of better butter and put it in her batter, and her batter was not bitter. So Betty Botter bought a bit of better butter and put it in her batter, and her batter was not bitter. Okay, that is silliness. Silliness. Is this too much silliness? No, we're having fun. We're having fun today. So, treat yourself to some better English. You deserve it. Don't you deserve a raise? Don't you deserve, uh, you know, a promotion in your job? Isn't it about time that, you know, you watched that other guy get a promotion and you were like, oh, or, you know, maybe you had a job interview, didn't quite go as planned. They didn't ask the questions that were on your script that you had practiced. That happens. That happens. I want to show you how to be versatile with your English so that you can stand out. Because if you got a flat T and you got control over your stress in your English speech, well, you're going to be able to bring that to so many different realms of speaking. It's going to help you in literally all of your spoken English. Phone calls. If you start listening for flap tees, you're actually going to understand people a little bit better. A little bit better. Notice those T's. All those T's. I didn't really pronounce any T's, did I? A little bit better. I'm going to teach you a lot more about what to listen for in the days to come, so stay tuned. We're going to wrap this puppy up for today. I hope that you'll be hearing much more from me in the days to come because, uh, hey, if I'm, I'm an accent coach. I give these tips to people all the time. You know, this is what I do. I just give these tips again and again and again. I know what I'm talking about. I've been doing this for a couple of years now. And I got to say, I love my job. I got a passion for this. And my passion comes from seeing people, from seeing people improve their skills, you know, from seeing people step it up a notch. It's, it feels good. It honestly does feel good. I've had times when like, you know, I've seen somebody improve so much and it's not me that does the work. I just show up and tell you what to do. It's you, it's the passionate students that I have that do the work. But I've had times when I've seen people, they come and they feel so unconfident with their English. People feel like, uh, you know, they just don't have what it takes. They want to have what it takes. They want to know what that means. The, the strange things that people say, what it all means. Well, hey, I give them some tips. I can't say I got all the answers, but I can say I can point you in the right direction. And the flap tee is the direction that you want to start with because it's easy. It's honestly, it's one of the easier ones. It's where I start most of my classes with most of my students. We start with the flap tee. It's super, super easy. And it's everywhere. You can see changes with it starting today. Get on that flap tee. You won't regret it. And well, Thank you for listening. 
I very much appreciate your time and patience. Work hard at your English, and you will see unimaginable progress. You won't be able to imagine the progress because it's. You'll see. Trust me, you'll see. Keep at it. You'll be hearing much more from me in the days to come. And,、uh, well, have a good one.